Disclaimer, the following podcast is not meant to be an accurate representation of real-world events and is set in an alternate universe. Any resemblance to real people or events, living or deceased, is probably purposeful, but these joke, pay no mind. Davai, fuckali. Zdravstvíče, students and staff, and welcome to another glorious edition of Yezhednya Dielna. Today is Tuesday, May 1st, and there are no student or staff birthdays today. Our first story of the day comes to us from the halls of our very own Northern Waters Educational Facility. Student Mikhail Kortezov recently won acceptance into the State Institute for Robotics Research. At the Institute, Mikhail will be on the cutting edge of Android design helping to build a safer and more efficient society. The Institute is one of the most advanced centers for higher education in the Federation, and Mikhail will be the first Northern Waters student to study there. If you see him in the hall, be sure to wish him well. Today, May 1st, is International Workers' Day. On this glorious day, we must remember the sacrifice of all those who have fallen in the valiant struggle for the freedom of the working class. We have gained much, comrades, but it has cost us dearly. Yet we cannot let ourselves be discouraged by setbacks. For the memory of the fallen, we must push on to victory. In national news, the Ministry of Defense today announced a stand-down from Readiness Condition 4 to Readiness Condition 5. The armed forces have been at readiness condition 4 for nearly two years, despite the absence of any real threats to the nation. In a statement by Defense Minister Kalevi Tarni, he said of the stand-down, We honestly just forgot that the scale goes lower. General Secretary Grudenko today stated that he would be pursuing harsher measures against corruption and bribery in the party ranks. This is the latest in a continuing program of measures to crack down on dishonest conduct, weeding out members of the party who abuse their positions to enrich themselves. The move has been hailed as a bold and necessary step towards ridding the party of one of its current greatest flaws. The Navy recently unveiled the new crown jewel of the fleet, the Pyotr Veliki-class guided missile cruiser. The current details of the ship's weapons systems are mostly classified, but are known to include the latest in both cannons and anti-ship missiles, as well as an upgraded CIWS array, scanning equipment, engines, and reactor. The Pyotr Veliki is currently believed to be the most powerful surface combatant in the world. Now, our primary story, the conclusion of the intervention in Afghanistan. For the past six years, northern Eurasian troops have been bogged down in an increasingly unpopular quagmire in the fledgling republic. But last week, the defense ministry finally announced an end to the intervention. Often mocked internationally as a repeat of the 1980s Soviet-Afghan war, the intervention began when the Afghan Communist Party staged a popular coup to overthrow the Afghan government, which was seen by many as an American puppet. 
Initially widely supported, many of the reforms made by the new Communist Party were unpopular with rural Afghans, and when the new government applied to join northern Eurasia, they threatened insurgency. A few months later, when the request was accepted, the rural countryside exploded into armed revolt. Northern Eurasian troops were sent in to quell the uprising, and the former Afghan army was pulled back to the Kazakh Eurasian Republic to be retrained and re-equipped. Satellite flyovers helped it establish new maps of the country, and northern Eurasian troops moved out to garrison towns and villages. Engaging the locals was reported to be difficult at first, but with the help of local guides and interpreters, as well as humanitarian aid, the locals were eventually won over. The insurgency managed to persist despite being mostly cut off from local support, however, and northern Eurasian forces initially had little success in destroying them. Insurgent forces consistently managed to escape northern Eurasian troops, but recently, a small group of insurgent leaders were cornered in a cave complex in the Afghan mountains. A special flamethrower detachment of the NBC protection troops were deployed, and reports indicate that all insurgent leaders were killed in the fighting. Scattered insurgent resistance is still being reported, but Afghan troops are replacing the emergency forces, and it is expected insurgent resistance will completely end within the year. Now, a word from our sponsor, BMP2. The BMP2 is the ideal vehicle for anyone who has light armor operation training and two friends. With a fully amphibious design and tracked propulsion, you can truly go anywhere, and with a 30mm rapid-fire autocannon, you can truly do anything. Nobody will be able to stop you. The vehicle's armor is guaranteed to survive all conventional road accidents, and with room for seven passengers in addition to three crew, the whole family can travel in complete safety. Got cut off in traffic? Ensure the troublesome driver won't bother anyone else with the easy-to-operate AT-4 wire-guided missile launcher. Nosy neighbor flying drones over your property again? Your cannon elevates to plus 74 degrees so you can knock that flying pest out of the sky. BMP-2, the People's Infantry Fighting Vehicle. We're back, and we have here Comrade Boris to tell us about his experience in the Army. Boris has arrived! Welcome, Comrade Boris. Would you mind telling our audience what you do in the Red Army? I have important mission. I'll point out the target. Russia's fate is with me. Excellent. So you are a forward airstrike coordinator. Yes, Comrade General. Would you say your training prepared you adequately for that role? Yes, Comrade General. There's nothing I cannot do. Impressive, Comrade Boris. Would you say the Army has been a good career choice for you? Boris agrees. Thank you, Comrade Boris. This concludes this week's edition of Yezhenya Dielna. Please stand for the National Anthem of the People's Federation of Northern Eurasia.
Имя Ленина над нами Строить счастье мы пришли Пишем юными руками Биографию земли Ракетой Выстремиться с каждым днем Сами ясные рассветы Мы над Родиной сожжем Легендарен в марше завтрашних годов. Каждый станет как Гагарин, каждый станет как Титов. Thank you for listening, and remember, this podcast is not meant to reflect actual real-world events.